Chapter Sixteen of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to El Medina and Mecca. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Sixteen of Personal Narrative of a Pilgrimage to El Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton. A Visit to the Prophet's Tomb, Part One. Having performed the great ablution, and used the tooth-stick as directed, and dressed ourselves in white clothes, which the apostle loved, we were ready to start upon our holy errand. As my foot still gave me great pain, Sheikh Hamid sent for a donkey. A wretched animal appeared, raw-backed, lame of one leg, and wanting an ear, with accoutrements to match, a pack-saddle without stirrups, and a halter instead of a bridle such as the brute was however i had to mount it and to ride through the masri gate to the wonder of certain bedouin who like the indians despise the ass honourable is the riding of a horse to the rider but the mule is a dishonour and the donkey a disgrace says the song the turkish pilgrims however who appear to take pride in ignoring all arab points of prejudice generally mount donkeys when they cannot walk the bedouin therefore settled among themselves audibly enough that i was an uthmani who of course could not understand arabic and they put the question generally by what curse of allah had they been subjected to ass riders but sheikh hamid is lecturing me upon the subject of the mosque the masjid al nabawi or the prophet's mosque is one of the haramain or the two sanctuaries of al islam and the second of the three most venerable places of worship in the world the other two being the masjid al-haram at mecca connected with abraham and the masjid al-aqsa of jerusalem the peculiar place of solomon footnote others add a fourth mainly the masjid al-taqwa at quba and a footnote a hadith or a traditional saying of muhammad asserts that one prayer in this my mosque is more efficacious than a thousand in other places save only the masjid al-haram footnote the moslem divines however naively remind their readers that they are not to pray once in the al medina mosque and neglect the other nine hundred and ninety-nine as if absolved from the necessity of them the passage in the text merely promises a thousand blessings upon that man's devotion who prays at the prophet's mosque and a footnote it is therefore the visitor's duty as long as he stays at al medina to pray there the five times per diem to pass the day in it reading the quran and the night if possible in watching and devotion a visit to the masjid al nabawi and the holy spots within it is technically called ziyarat or visitation footnote the visitor who approaches the sepulchre as a matter of religious ceremony is called zair his conductor a mzawir whereas the pilgrim at mecca becomes a hajji the imam malik disapproved of the muslim saying i have visited the prophet's tomb and preferring to express himself thus i have visited the prophet others again dislike the latter formula declaring the prophet too venerable to be visited by some amr or zayd and a footnote an essential difference is made between this rite and hajj or pilgrimage the latter is obligatory by quranic order upon every muslim once in his lifetime the former is only a meritorious action Tawaf, or the circumambulation of the house of Allah at Mecca, must never be performed at the apostle's tomb. This should not be visited in the ihram or pilgrim dress. Men should not kiss it, touch it with the hand, or press the bosom against it, as at the Kaaba, or rub the face with dust collected near the sepulchre, 
and those who prostrate themselves before it like certain ignorant indians are held to be guilty of a deadly sin on the other hand to spit on any part of the mosque or to treat it with contempt is held to be the act of an infidel thus the learned and religious have settled one would have thought accurately enough the spiritual rank and dignity of the masjid nabawi but mankind especially in the east must always be in extremes the orthodox school of al-malik holds al-medina on account of the sanctity of and the religious benefits to be derived from muhammad's tomb more honourable than mecca some declare that the apostle preferred in his place of refuge blessing it as abraham did mecca moreover as the tradition declares that every man's body is drawn from the ground in which he is buried and medina evidently has the honour of supplying materials for the apostle's person others like umar were uncertain which to prefer the wahhabis on the other hand rejecting the intercession of the apostle on the day of judgment considering the grave of a mere mortal unworthy of notice and highly disgusted by the idolatrous respect paid to it by certain polish moslems plundered the sacred building with sacrilegious violence and forbade the visitors from distant countries to enter al medina footnote in a d eighteen o seven they prevented ali bey the spaniard badia from entering al medina and it appears he had the reason to congratulate himself upon escaping without severe punishment and a footnote the general consensus of al-islam admits the superiority of the baytullah or the house of god at mecca to the whole world and declares al-medina to be more venerable than every part of mecca and consequently all of earth except only the baytullah this last is a jusmilieu view by no means in favour with the inhabitants of either place in the meanwhile the meccans claim unlimited superiority over the medani and the medani over the meccans passing through muddy streets that had been freshly watered before evening time i came suddenly upon the mosque like that at mecca the approach is choked up by ignoble buildings some actually touching the holy enciente others separated by a lane compared with which the road around st paul is the vatican square footnote nothing in the spanish cathedral suggests their oriental origin and the taste of the people more than the way in which they are hedged in by secular buildings and a footnote there is no outer front no general prospect of the prophet's mosque consequently as a building it has neither beauty nor dignity and entering the bab al-rahmah or the gate of piety by a diminutive flight of steps footnote the ceremony of ziyarat however begins at the bab al-salam we rode up to this gate only in order to avoid the sun and a footnote i was astonished that the mean and tawdry appearance of a place so universally venerated in the muslim world it is not like the meccan temple grand and simple the expression of a single sublime idea the longer i looked at it the more it suggested the resemblance of a museum of second-rate art or an old curiosity shop full of ornaments that are not accessories and decorated with pauper splendour the masjid al nabawi is a parallelogram about four hundred and twenty feet in length by three hundred and forty broad the direction of the long walls being nearly north and south as usual in al-islam it is a hyperthral building with a spacious central area called sahan al-hosh al-haswa or ramla footnote haswa is a place covered with gravel ramla one which is sanded over both are equally applicable and apply to the areas of the mosque al-sahan is the general word al-hosh is occasionally used but is more properly applied to the courtyard of a dwelling house 
End of footnote. Surrounded by a peristyle with numerous rows of pillars like the colonnades of an Italian cloister, the arcades or porticos are flat-ceilinged, domed above with a small median aranja, or half-orange copula of Spain and divided into four parts by narrow passages three or four steps below the level of the pavement along the whole inner length of the northern wall runs the majid al-rawaq so called from the then reigning sultan Footnote. this rawaq was begun about five or six years ago by abd al-majid to judge from the size of the columns and the other preparations which encumber the ground this part of the building will surpass all the rest but the people of al-medina assured me that it will not be finished for some time a prophecy likely to be fulfilled by the present state of the turkish finance and a footnote. the western wall is occupied by the riwaq of the rahma gate the eastern by that of bab nisa or the women's entrance footnote. the women's entrance derives its peculiar name from its vicinity to the lady fatima's tomb women when they do visit the mosque enter it through all the doors indifferently and a footnote embracing the inner length of the southern short wall and deeper by nearly treble the amount of columns than the other porticos is the main colonnade called the rauda or the garden the additum containing all that is venerable in the building footnote it is so called by the figure's anecdote it contains the rauda of the prophet's garden and therefore the whole portico enjoys that honoured name and a footnote these four rewaks, arch externally, are supported internally by pillars of different shape and material, varying from fine porphyry to dirty plaster. The southern, while the sepulchre or the cenotaph stands, is paved with handsome slabs of white marble and marquetry work, here and there covered with coarse matting, and above this by unclean carpets, well worn by faithful feet. Footnote these carpets are swept by the eunuchs who let out the office for a certain fee to pilgrims every morning immediately after sunrise their diligence however does by no means prevent the presence of certain little parasites concerning which politeness is dumb and a footnote. but this is not the time for tafarruj or lionizing sheikh hamid warns me with a nudge that other things are expected of a za'ir or visitor he leads me to the baba salam fighting his way through a troop of beggars and inquires markedly if i am religiously pure footnote because if not pure ablution is performed at the well in the centre of the hypethria zairs are ordered to visit the mosque perfumed and in their best clothes and the hanafi school deems it lawful on this occasion only to wear dresses of pure silk and a footnote then placing our hands a little below and on the left of the waist the palm of the right covering the back of the left in the position of prayer and beginning with dexter feet footnote in this mosque as in, in all others it is proper to enter with the right foot and to retire with the left and a footnote we pace slowly forwards down the line called the muajahat al-sharifa or the illustrious fronting which divided off like an aisle runs parallel with the southern wall of the mosque on my right hand walks the sheikh who recites aloud the following prayer making me repeat after him it is literally rendered as indeed are all formula and the reader is requested to excuse the barbarous fidelity of the translation footnote 
i must warn the reader that almost every mzawir has his own litany which descends from father to son moreover all the books differ at least as much as do the oral authorities and a footnote in the name of allah and in the faith of allah's apostle o lord cause me to enter the entering of truth and cause me to issue forth the issuing of truth and permit me to draw near to thee and make me a sultan victorious footnote that is to say over the world the flesh and the devil and a footnote then following blessings upon the apostle and afterwards o allah open to me the doors of thy mercy and grant me entrance into it and protect me from the stone devil during this preliminary prayer we had passed down two-thirds of the muajahat al-sharifa on the left hand is a dwarf wall about the height of a man painted with arabesque and pierced with four small doors which open into the muajahat in this barrier are sundry small erections the niche called the mihrab sulaimani the mambar or pulpit footnote mihrab sulaimani is called the masal al-shafi or the place of prayer by the shafi school it was sent from constantinople about a hundred years ago by sultan sulaiman the magnificent he built the sulaimania minaret and has immortalized his name at al-medina as well as at mecca by the number of his donations to the shrine and a footnote and the mihrab al-nabawi footnote the mihrab al-nabawi is supposed to have been one of the prophet's favorite stations of prayer it is commonly called the musalla al-hanafi because now appropriated by that school and a footnote the two niches are of beautiful mosaic richly worked with various colored marbles and the pulpit is of graceful collection of slender columns elegant tracery and inscriptions admirably carved arrived at the western small door in the dwarf wall we entered a celebrated spot called the rawda after saying the apostles between my tomb and my pulpit is a garden of the gardens of paradise footnote this tradition like most others referring to events posterior to the prophet's death is differently given and so important are the variations that i only admire how al-islam does not follow wahhabi example and summarily consign them to oblivion some read between my dwelling-house in the mosque and my place of prayer in the barad manakha is the garden of the gardens of paradise others again between my house and my pulpit is the garden of the gardens of paradise a third tradition between my tomb and my pulpit is the garden of the gardens of paradise and verily my pulpit is in my full cistern or upon a full cistern of the cisterns of paradise has given rise to a new superstition Tara, according to some commentators alludes especially to the cistern al kawthar consequently this rawda is like the black stone at mecca bona fide bit of paradise and on the day of resurrection it shall return bodily to the place whence it came be this as it may all muslims are warned that the rawda is a most holy spot none but the prophet and his son-in-law ali had ever entered it when ceremonially impure without being guilty of a deadly sin the Mohammedan of the present day is especially informed that on no account must he there tell lies or even perjure himself thus the rawda must be respected as much as the interior of the baytullah at mecca and a footnote on the north and the west sides it is not divided from the rest of the portico on the south runs the dwarf wall and the east is limited by the west end of the lattice work containing the tomb accompanied by my mzawir i entered the rawda and was placed by him with the mukabbariya behind me fronting mecca footnote mukabbariya is a stone desk on four pillars where the mobalios or the clerks recite the iqama the call to the divine service it was presented to the mosque by qaid bey the mamluk sultan of egypt and a footnote 
with my right shoulder opposite to and about twenty feet distant from the dexter pillar of the apostle's pulpit footnote i shall have something to say about this pulpit when entering into the history of the haram End of footnote. there after saying the afternoon prayers Footnote. the afternoon prayers being fard or obligatory were recited because we feared that evening might come on before the ceremony of ziyarat or visitations concluded and thus the time for al-asr or the afternoon prayers might pass away the reader may think this is rather a curious forethought in a man who like hamid never prayed except when he found the case urgent such however is the strict order and my muzawir was right to see it executed and a footnote and i performed the usual two bows in honour of the temple footnote this two-bow prayer which generally is recited in honour of the mosque says divines is here addressed especially to the deity by the visitor who intends to beg the intercession of his prophet it is only just to confess that the moslems have done their best by all means in human power here as well as elsewhere to inculcate the doctrine of eternal distinction between the creature and the creator many of the maliku school however make the ceremony of ziyarat to precede the prayer to the deity and a footnote and at the end of them recited the hundred and ninth and the hundred and twelfth chapter of the quran with the qul ya kafirun and the surat al-ikhlas or also called the qul huwallah or the declaration of unity and may be thus translated say he is the one god the eternal god he begets not nor he is begot and unto him the like is not after which was performed a single sajda or prostration of thanks in gratitude to allah for making it my fate to visit so holy a spot footnote the sajda is a single prostration with the forehead touching the ground it is performed from a sitting position after the dua or the supplications that concludes the two bow prayer some of the ulama especially those of the shafi school permits this sajda of thanks to be performed before the two-bow prayer if the visitor have any notable reason to be grateful and a footnote this being recognized the time to give alms i was besieged by beggars who spread their napkins before us on the ground sprinkled with a few coppers to excite generosity but not wishing to be distracted by them before leaving hamid's house i had changed two dollars and had given the coin to the boy mohammed who accompanied me strictly charging him to make that sum last through the mosque my answer to the beggars was a reference to my attendant backed by the simple action of turning my pockets inside out and whilst he was battling with the beggars i proceeded to cast my first coup d'oeil upon the rauda the garden is the most elaborate part of the mosque little can be said in its praise by a day when it bears the same relation to a second-rate church in rome as an english chapel of ease to westminster abbey it is a space of about eighty feet in length tawdrily decorated as so to resemble a garden the carpets are flowered and the pediments of the columns are cased with bright green tiles and adorned to the height of a man with gaudy and unnatural vegetation in arabesque it is disfigured by handsome branched candlebras of cut crystal the work i believe of a london house and presented to the shrine by the late abbas pasha of egypt footnote the candles are still sent from cairo and a footnote the only admirable feature of the view is the light cast by the shadows of stained glass in the southern wall footnote these windows are present from qaid bay the mamluk sultan of egypt 
and a footnote its peculiar background the railing of the tomb a splendid filigree work of green and polished brass gilt or made to resemble gold look more picturesque near than at a distance when it suggests the idea of a gigantic bird-cage but at night the eye dazzled by oil lamps suspended from the roof footnote these oil lamps are present from the sultan and a footnote by huge wax candles and by smaller illuminations falling upon crowds of visitors in handsome attire with the richest and the noblest of the city sitting in congregation whence service is performed becomes less critical footnote the five daily liturgies are here recited by imams and every one presses to the spot on account of its peculiar sanctity End of footnote. still the scene must be viewed with muslim bias and until a man is thoroughly imbued with the spirit of the east the last place that all the will remind him of is that which the architect primarily intended it to resemble a garden then with hamid professionally solemn i resumed the position of prayer and retraced my steps after passing through another door in the dwarf wall that bounds the muajha we did not return to the right which would have led us to the bab salam our course was in an opposite direction towards the eastern wall of the temple meanwhile we repeated verily allah and his angels bless the apostle o ye who believe bless him and salute him with honour in muslim theology salat from allah means mercy from the angels intercession for pardon and from mankind blessing the act of blessing the prophet is one of peculiar efficacy in a religious point of view cases are quoted for sinners being actually snatched from hell by a glorious figure the personification of the blessings which had been called down by them upon muhammad's head this most poetical idea is borrowed i believe from the ancient guebers who fabled that a man's good works assumed a beautiful female shape which stood to meet his soul when winding its way to judgment also when a muslim blesses muhammad at al medina his sins are not written down for three days thus allowing ample margin for repentance by the recording angel al malakain or the two angels or kiram al-katibin or the generous writers are mere personifications of good principle and the evil principle of man's nature they are fabled to occupy each a shoulder and to keep list of words and deeds this is certainly borrowed from a more ancient faith in hermas two command six we are told that every man has two angels one of godliness and the other of iniquity who endeavour to secure his allegiance a superstition seemingly founded upon the dualism of the old persians medieval europe which borrowed so much from the east at the time of the crusades degraded these angels into good and bad fairies for children's stories and a footnote at the end of this prayer we arrived at the mausoleum which requires some description before the reader can understand the nature of our proceedings here the hijra or the chamber as it is called footnote burckhardt writes this word hijra which means flight nor is om kalsin de perceval el hajarat less earnest at medina it is invariably called al hijra or the chamber the chief difficulty in distinguishing the two words meaning chamber and flight arises from our only having one h to represent the hard and soft h of arabic ha and ha in the case of common saints the screen or railing round the cenotaph is called al-maqsura and a footnote 
from the circumstance of its being aisha's room is an irregular square from fifty to fifty-five feet in the south-east corner of the building and separated on all sides from the walls of the mosque by passage about twenty feet broad on the south side and twenty on the east the reason of this oscillation has been before explained and there is a saying of mohammed's o oh allah cause not my tomb to become an object of idolatrous adoration may allah's wrath fall heavy upon the people who make the tombs of their prophets places of prayer footnote yet mohammed enjoined his followers to frequent graveyards visit graves of a verity they shall make you think of futurity and again whoso visiteth his two parents grave or one of the two every friday he shall be written a pious child even though he might have been in the world before that a disobedient and a footnote inside there are or supposed to be three tombs facing south surrounded by stone walls without any aperture or as others say by strong planking footnote the truth is no one knows what is there i have never heard a learned persian declare that there is no wall behind the curtain which hangs so loosely that when the wind blows against it it defines the form of a block of marble or a built-up tomb i believe this to be wholly apocryphal for reasons which will presently be offered and a footnote whatever this material might be it is hung outside with a curtain somewhat like a large four-post bed the external railing is separated by a dark narrow passage from the inner which it surrounds and is of iron filigree painted of vivid grass green with a view to the garden here carefully inserted in the verdure and doubly bright by the contrast is the gilt or burnished brasswork forming the long and graceful letters of the thulth character and disposed into the moslem creed the profession of unity and similar religious sentences on the south side for greater honour the railing is plated over with silver and silver letters are interlaced with it the fence which connects the columns and forbids passage to all men may be compared to the baldacino of roman churches it has four gates that to the south is the bab al muajaha the eastward is the gate of our lady fatima the westward the bab al toba or gate of repentance an opening into the rawda or the garden and to the north the bab al shami or the syrian gate they are constantly kept closed except the fourth which admits into the dark narrow passage above alluded to the officers who have charge of the treasure there deposited and the eunuchs who sweep the floor light the lamps and carry away the presents sometimes thrown in there by devotees footnote the peculiar place where the guardians of the tomb sit and confabulate is the dakkat al akawat a eunuch's bench or al-maida or the table a raised bench of stone and wood on the north side of the hijra while the remaining part of the side is partitioned off from the body of the mosque by a dwarf wall enclosing the khasafat al-sultan the place where the faqis are perpetually engaged in khidmas or perusals of the quran on behalf of the reigning sultan and a footnote in the southern side of the fence are three windows holes about half a foot square and placed from four to five feet above the ground they are said to be between three and four cubits distant from the apostle's head the most westerly of these is supposed to front mohammed's tomb wherefore it is called the shubak and nebi or the prophet's window the next on the right as you front it is abu bakr's and the most easterly of the three is umar's above the hijra is the green dome surmounted outside by a large gilt crescent springing from a series of globes 
the glowing imagination of the moslems crowned this gem of the building with a pillar of heavenly light which directs from three days distance the pilgrim steps towards al medina but alas none save holy men and perhaps odilic sensitives whose material organs are piercing as their spiritual vision may be allowed the privilege of beholding this poetic splendour arrived at shabak and nebi hamid took his stand about six feet or so out of reach of the railing and at that respectful distance from and facing the hadra or the presence with hands raised as in prayer he recited the following supplication in a low voice telling me in a stage whisper to repeat it after him with awe and fear and love peace be upon thee o apostle of allah and the mercy of allah and his blessings peace be upon thee o apostle of allah peace be upon thee o friend of allah peace be upon thee o best of allah's creation peace be upon thee o pure creature of allah peace be upon thee o chief of the prophets peace be upon thee o zeal of the prophets peace be upon thee o prince of the pious peace be upon thee o apostle of the lord of the three worlds peace be upon thee and upon thy family and upon thy pure wives peace be upon thee and upon all thy companions peace be upon thee and upon all the prophets and upon those sent to preach allah's word peace be upon thee and upon all of allah's righteous worship peace be upon thee o thou bringer of glad tidings peace be upon thee o bearer of threats peace be upon thee o thou bright lamp peace be upon thee o thou apostle of mercy peace be upon thee o ruler of thy faith peace be upon thee o opener of grief peace be upon thee and allah bless thee and allah repay thee for us o thou apostle of allah the choices of blessings with which he ever blessed prophet allah bless thee as often as mentioners have blessed thee and forgetters have forgotten thee and allah bless thee among the first and the last with the best and the highest and the fullest of blessings ever bestowed on man even as we escaped error by means of thee and were made to see after blindness and after ignorance were directed into the right way i bear witness that there is no god but allah and i testify that thou art his servant and his apostle and his faithful follower and the best creature and i bear witness o apostle of allah that thou hast delivered thy message and discharged thy trust and advised thy faith and opened grief and published proofs and fought valiantly for thy lord and worshipped thy god till certainty came to thee i e to the hour of death and we thy friends o apostle of allah appear before thee travellers from distant lands and far countries through dangers and difficulties in the times of darkness and in the hours of day longing to give thee thy rights i e to honour thee by benediction and visitation and to obtain the blessings of thine intercession for our sins have broken our backs and thou intercedest with the healer and allah said footnote this is the usual introduction to a quotation from a quran and a footnote and though they have injured themselves they came to thee and begged thee to secure their pardon and they found god an acceptor of penitence and full of compassion o apostle of allah intercession 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 footnote it may easily be conceived how offensive this must be to the wahhabis who consider it blasphemy to assert that a mere man can stand between the creator and the creature on the last day and a footnote o allah bless muhammad and muhammad's family and give him superiority and high rank even as thou didst promise him and graciously allow us to conclude this visitation i deposit on this spot and near thee o apostle of allah my everlasting profession of faith from this our day to the day of judgment 
that there is no god but allah and that our lord muhammad is his servant and his apostle footnote this is called a testification like the fatiha it is repeated at every holy place and tomb visited at al medina and a footnote amen o lord of the three worlds footnote burckhardt mentions that in his day among the favours supplicated in prayer to the deity the following request was made destroy our enemies and may the torments of hell-fire be their lot i never heard it at the prophet's tomb as the above benediction is a rather long one the zaid is allowed to shorten it at discretion but on no account to say less than peace be upon thee o apostle of allah this being the gist of the ceremony and a footnote after which performing ziarat for ourselves we repeated the fatiha or opening chapter of the quran footnote though performing ziarat for myself i had promised my old sheikh at cairo to recite fatiha in his name at the prophet's tomb so a double recitation fell to my lot if acting zayat for another person a common custom we read even in the days of al walid the caliph of damascus you are bound to mention your principal's name in the beginning of the benediction thus peace be upon thee o apostle of allah from such an one the son of such an one who wants thine intercession and begs for pardon and mercy most zayirs recite fatihas for all their friends and relations at the tomb End of footnote in the name of allah the merciful the compassionate praise be to allah who the three worlds made the merciful the compassionate the king of the day of faith thee alone do we worship and thee alone do we ask aid guide us to the path that is straight the path of those for whom thy love is great not those on whom is hate nor they that deviate amen o lord of angels jinnis and men Footnote. i have endeavoured in this translation to imitate the perfect rhyme of the original arabic such an attempt however is full of difficulties the arabic language in which like italian it is almost impossible not to rhyme and a footnote. after reciting this mentally with upraised hands the corner of the right hand being extended to its full length we drew our palms downward our faces and did alms deeds a vital part of the ceremony thus concludes the first part of the ceremony of the visitation at the prophet's tomb hamid then stepped about a foot and half to the right and i followed his example so as to place myself exactly opposite the second aperture in the grating called abu Bakr's window there making a sign towards the mausoleum we addressed its inmate as follows peace be upon thee o abu Bakr, o thou truthful one peace be upon thee o caliph of allah's apostle over his people peace be upon thee o companion of the cave and friend in travel peace be upon thee o thou banner of the fugitives and the auxiliaries i testify thou didst ever stand firm in the right way and wast a smiter of the infidel and a benefactor to thine own people allah grant thee through his apostle weal we pray almighty god to cause us to die in thy friendship and to rise us up in company with his apostle and thyself even as he hath mercifully vouchsafed to us this visitation footnote it will not be necessary to inform the reader more than once that all these several divisions of prayer ended with the testification and the fatiha and a footnote after which we closed one more step to the right and standing opposite omar's window the most easterly of the three after making a sign with our hands we addressed the just caliph in these words peace be upon thee o omar o thou just one o thou prince of true believers peace be upon thee who spakest with truth and who madest thy word agree with the strong book the koran o thou farooq the separator footnote al-farooq or the separator is the title of omar and a footnote 
o thou faithful one who girdest thy loins with the apostle and the first believers and with them didst make up the full number forty footnote when the number of ashab or the companions was thirty-nine they were suddenly joined by umar who thus became the fortieth and a footnote and thus caused it to be accomplished by the apostle prayers footnote it is said that muhammad prayed long for the conversion of umar to islam knowing his sterling qualities and the aid he would lend to the establishment of the faith and a footnote and then didst return to thy god a martyr leaving the world with praise allah grant thee through his apostle and his caliph and his followers the best of good may allah feel in thee plenary satisfaction Sheikh hamid after wrenching a beggar or two from my shoulders <laughs> then permitted me to draw near the little window called the apostles and to look in here my proceedings were watched with suspicious eyes the persians have sometimes managed to pollute the part near abu bakr and umar's graves by tossing through the aperture what is externally a handsome shawl intended for a present of the tomb Footnote. this foolish fanaticism has lost many an innocent life for the arabs of these occasions seize their sabres and cut down every persian they meet still bigoted shias persist in practising and applauding it and the man who can boast that shiraz of having defied abu bakr and umar's and uthman's tombs becomes at once a lion and a hero i suspect that on some occasion when the people of al medina are anxious for an avenue they get up some charge of the kind against the persians so the meccans have sometimes found these people guilty of defiling the house of allah at which infidel Shia would shudder as much as the sunni this style of sacrilege is we read of ancient date in arabia nafil the hijazi polluted the kilis or the christian church erected by abraha of sanaa to outshine the kaaba and draw off worshippers from mecca the outrage caused the celebrated affair of the elephant see der below bible bibliograph or five abraha and a footnote after straining my eyes for a time i saw a curtain or rather hangings with three inscriptions in long gold letters informing readers that behind them lie allah's apostle and the first two caliphs footnote burckhardt with his usual accuracy asserts that the new curtain is sent when the old one is decayed or when the new sultan ascends the throne and those authors err who like mondrell declare the curtain to be removed every year the damascus caravan conveys together with its mahmel or emblem of royalty the new kiswa or garment when required for the tomb it is put on by the eunuchs who enter the baladukin by its northern gate at night-time and there is a superstitious story among the people that they guard their eyes with veils against the supernatural splendours which pour from the tomb the kiswa is a black purple or green brocade embroidered with white or with silver letters a piece in my possession the gift of umar effendi is a handsome silk and cotton damascus brocade with white letters worked in it manifestly the produce of manual labour not the poor dull work of machinery it contains the formula of the moslem faith in the cursive style of the third character seventy-two varieties of which are enumerated by calligraphists nothing can be more elegant or appropriate than its appearance the old curtain is usually distributed amongst the officers of the mosque and sold in bits to pilgrims in some distant muslim countries the possessor of such a relic will be considered a saint when treating of the history of the mosque some remarks will be offered about the origin of the curtain and of it note the exact place of mohammed's tomb is moreover distinguished by a large pearl rosary and a peculiar ornament the celebrated kokabidur or the constellation of pearls suspended to the curtain breast high footnote 
the place of the prophet's head is as i was told marked by a fine koran hung up to the curtain this volume is probably a successor to the relic formerly kept there the kofi koran belonging to Uthman, the third caliph which burckhardt supposes to have perished in the conflagration which destroyed the mosque End of footnote. this is described to be a brilliant star set in diamonds and pearls placed in the dark that man's eye may be able to bear its splendour the vulgar believe it to be the jewel of jewels of paradise to me it greatly resembled a round glass toppers used for the humblest sort of decanters but i thought the same of the koi nur moreover i never saw it quite near enough to judge fairly and i did not think fit to pay an exorbitant sum for the privilege of entering the inner passage of the baldukin footnote the eunuchs of the tomb have the privilege of admitting strangers in this passage are preserved the treasures of the place they are the bayt al-mal al-muslimin or the public treasury of the muslims therefore to be employed by the caliph i e the reigning sultan for the exigencies of the faith the amount is said to be enormous which i doubt and a footnote altogether the kubdowi had nothing to recommend it by day at night when the lamps hung in this passage shed a dim light upon the mosaic work of the marble floors upon the glittering inscriptions and the massive hangings the scene is more impressive never having seen the tomb i must depict it from books by no means an easy task footnote and i might add never having seen one who has seen it Nipur is utterly incorrect in his hearsay description of it it is not enclosed within iron railings for fear lest the people might surreptitiously offer worship to the ashes of the prophet the tomb is not a plain mason work in the form of a chest nor does any one believe that it is placed within or between two other tombs in which rest the ashes of the first two caliphs the traveller appears to have lent a credulous ear to the eminent arab merchant who told him that a guard was placed over the tomb to prevent the populace scraping dirt from about it and preserving it as relic and a footnote most of the historians are silent after describing the inner walls of the hijra al-qashqandir declares in eolapidem nobilem contere sepulchra apostoli abu bakre et omar circumcintum pruble in modum conclavis fere usque ad tectum asurgente quae velo serico nigro obligatur this author then agrees with my persian friends who declare the sepulchre to be a marble slab ibn jubayr who travelled in a h five hundred eighty relates that the apostle's coffin is a box of ebony or abnus covered with sandalwood and plated with silver it is placed he says behind a curtain and surrounded by an iron grating a samanhudi burckhardt writes this author's names elzaman hudi and in this he is followed by all our popular bookmakers muslims have three ways of spelling it one al-samhudi two al-samahnudi and three al-samanhudi i prefer the latter believing that the learned sheikh nuruddin ali bin abdullah al-hassini or the al-husseini was originally from samanhud in egypt the ancient sabanitis he died in a h nine hundred eleven and was buried in the baqiya cemetery and a footnote 
as someone who quoted by burckhardt declares that this curtain covers a square building of black stones in the interior of which are the tombs of mohammed and his two immediate successors he adds that the tomb are deep holes and that the coffin which contains the apostle is cased with silver and has on top a marble slab inscribed bismillah allahumma salli alayh in the name of allah allah have mercy upon him footnote burckhardt however must be in error when he says the tombs are also covered with precious stuffs and the shape of catafalques like that of ibrahim in the great mosque of mecca the eunuchs positively declare that no one ever approaches the tomb and that he who ventured to do so would at once be blinded by the supernatural light moreover the historians of al medina all quote tales of certain visions of the apostle directing his tomb to be cleared of dust that had fallen upon it from above in which case some man celebrated for piety and purity was let through a hole in the roof by cords down to the tomb with directions to wipe it with his beard this style of ingress is explained by another assertion of al samanhudi quoted by burckhardt in a h eight hundred ninety two when qaid bey rebuilt the mosque which had been destroyed by lightning three deep graves were found in the inside full of rubbish but the author of the history who himself entered it saw no trace of the tombs the original place of hamas tomb was ascertained with great difficulty the walls of the hujra were then rebuilt and the iron railing placed around it which is now there End of footnote the apostle body it should be remembered lies or is supposed to lie stretched at full length on the right side with the right palm supporting the right cheek the face fronting mecca as muslims are always buried and consequently the body lies with the head almost due west and the feet due east close behind him is placed abu bakr whose face fronts the apostle's shoulders and lastly umar holds the same position with respect to his predecessor the place they are usually supposed to occupy then would be thus disposed but muslim historians are not agreed even upon so simple a point as this many prefer his position in line some thus in unicorn and others the right triangle footnote the vulgar story of the suspended coffin has been explained in two ways Nipper supposes it to have arisen from the rude drawings sold to strangers mr william blakes of giovanni finati volume two page two hundred eighty nine believes that the mass of rock popularly described as hanging unsupported in the mosque of amar at jerusalem was confounded by the christians who could not have seen either of these muslim shrines with the apostles tombs at al medina End of, footnote. End of part one of chapter sixteen